This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now. It is Thursday night football live between the Dragons and the Broncos, two teams desperately needing victory. Breaking news coming out of the Eels, the latest on Jared Haynes' move. Live cricket updates as Australia take on Sri Lanka in the second test. And Paul Gallen and Jimmy Smith are here as Gal apparently commits to another season. Welcome to the Rush Welcome Hour. aboard. Uh, we'll put you out of your misery with the Parramatta news. They've decided not to appeal their salary cap sanctions. That has come from Max Donnelly in the last half hour. So uh, there's some common sense, which is not something, Jimmy Smith, you would often say out of the Parramatta Club, but now we can get on with life. Uh, g'day, Dan. G'day, Gal, and all the listeners. Isn't it good to hear that? Really, uh, fall on your sword, call it what you will. Um, you, you did the wrong thing, walk away. And that's, yeah, you know, they start rebuilding the club. Of course, they're going to have to rebuild it without the plane, Dan. They're going to have to rebuild it without the plane. We're going to talk about that. Mm. Are they better off without him? Paul Gallon, hello to you. Hey, Dan. Uh, I don't know if they're better off without him. He's a fair player. I'm just talking but, chunk of salary well, yeah, cap, that sort yeah, of thing. I, I certainly think that if they would, had to shred players, like if they had to get rid of two or three players to get him, uh, that would have been an issue for them. Which uh, they said, Max Donnelly came out and well, said, have done that. if we sign him, we're over our cap again. Uh, okay, well, there you go. Well, it's worked out the way it is. I'll tell you what, Dan, I've been away last week, though. If you get a chance later, just ask me about my holiday. I feel like having a whinge. Oh, no, off you go. Are we go. ready to go? Hang on, you were well, you in you. Fiji, were you? I was in Fiji, yeah. right. Now, let me tell you about my trip to Fiji. I've oh. had it written down. It's yeah, a... Here we go. We saw some social media. Okay, Fiji. now anyway. You couldn't stay off that for five days. <laughs> I tried to, but you know what? At happened? least you didn't call the NRL boss. Yeah, you didn't so, slag so, anyone, did you? <laughs> well, I didn't have a chance because I'll tell you why. Right. I had no credit cards. My credit cards got used fraudulently in the UK somehow. So I had to cancel all my credit cards. Done. Is that on. from a, a mob called Skrill? No, it was uh, Welcome Beds, it was. Okay. Anyway, the next night, we went to go to dinner. We're going to put everything on the room. The bloke said, that's fine. My little one falls over. Macy, 17 months old, splits a lip. Oh, Absolutely no. split it open. The, the director takes me to the hospital. I said, we're going to hospital. He goes, no, medical center. I said, what's it like? He goes, probably not what you're used to. We get in there. It was pretty ordinary conditions. So I get on my phone, try to ring well, the outline. Describe the ordinary conditions. Because our medical centers can be pretty rank. Well, th- this was, this was uh, look, I can't. Oh, I don't know what to say. It wasn't the greatest. But they got was the it job. clean? Was it clean? It was clean yeah. enough, and they got the job done. But I wouldn't say the stitching job was uh, what, what, what I was expecting. <laughs> then I'm on the phone trying to ring the airline to get home. Of course, I couldn't get home because I couldn't change my flights. Oh. I didn't have a credit card to change my flights. So I get back to the hotel. The next two or three days go okay. Get back to Sydney Airport. Macy falls over again, splits a lip. We end up in Sutherland Hospital that night to 10.30. They said, of course, she's a young girl. We probably need a plastic surgeon to stitch it back together. The next day, luckily, I flew to the Gold Coast to play. My wife spent from 8 p.m. to 11 uh, – 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. in the hospital yeah. um, while my daughter had to get plastic surgery that night. He's it was not, quite he, a stressful few days away. Do you think Karma's telling you, don't, Karma, go, away, do, right? don't go away during a football season? Well, I certainly won't do it again. It's the first time and probably the last time I'll ever get to do it. But it was a, the couple of days was a real nightmare. And, and is Macy particularly clumsy or she just had a bad week? Just had a bad week. It was actually, to be honest with you, it was, my, it was mine and my son's fault. We put her on, was sitting on a table with her and my young bloke was playing with her. Oh, and I thought, hey, here, we, here we go. And yeah, she fell off out. and smashed her lip on, a, on the chair. These things happen, mate. They happen. These they happen. things happen. And luckily, I got a good mate of mine. I rang up and paid. The, he paid the bill for me on as I left the the hotel. So all's well that ends well. Yeah, exactly. I haven't paid him back yet. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, in the cricket, Sri Lanka three for one seventy four on day one of the second test against Australia. They were two for nine. Mitchell Stark blasted the openers out of uh, action, but uh, they're looking the goods. Mendes, who killed Australia. Uh, 
uh, in the last test is on 73. Angelo Matthews, 34. So a lot of work for the Aussies. They need to win this to stay in the series. Uh, they're down 1-0, best of three. So we'll keep you updated right through the day or right through the night. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M for the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final at ANZ. Be part of history. Book your tickets. NRL.com slash tickets, Sunday, October 2. Talking a bit of footy after this. Now, this is not your speakers or your aerial. Turn it up again a bit, Locke. <laughs> this is just... I thought... Um, it's fuzzy, you down headphones. Apparently, it's fuzzy everywhere. I thought Gal's guitar was out, out of tune. <laughs> Oh, that's it. I can't play guitar, mate, it trust me. <laughs> Do you think we've played that song so many times on Triple M that... Is the record scratched? Is Yeah. The, the digital record, the digital card <laughs> is now being overplayed like a cassette. Triple M, this is uh, the rush hour as we do it here for the Telstra uh, NRL Premiership Grand Final at ANZ Stadium. Three for 175, the Sri Lankans. All right, boys. We won't spend the whole two hours of build-up to Dragons Brisbane on this, but it is the big story. Your mm. reaction to Jared Hayne signing with the Gold Coast Titans. Go, well, you go first. Yeah, look, I, I think it's a positive for the game, all in all. Um, but let me tell you, I'm, I'm glad it's over. I mean, I I love Hainsey. He's a great bloke. But the, the last month has just been relentless in the paper every day and rumour and innuendo about what, what he's doing. And I think everyone got over it a little bit, to be honest. I know yes. I did. Yes. Um, and I'm just glad he's, his future's settled and... Uh, he's done. I can, I can totally understand the, the disappointment in Parramatta fans. Um, but I will say I think he was sincere in, in what he said. I do think that when he left, he did have the right intentions to one day go back to Parramatta or hopefully go back to Parramatta. But uh, one thing I've learned in rugby league is you can never say never about anything. It f- throws curveballs up all the time. And um, you know, this was one of them for Jared and for Parramatta. And you know, it turned out he, he's gone to the Gold Coast for big money. I reckon it's huge. Massive for the game. Absolutely. And, and the... the the excitement that he'll generate, I reckon everyone's hoping they play the Titans in a home game uh, for the end of the year. Um, and obviously there's only a couple of games to go and they've got a couple of those at home. But um, semi-finals too, beckons mm. for Jared Hayne, which is well, exciting in itself. Uh, can I stop you there? Because the Titans are going well. Is Hayne potentially going to be a bit of a speed bump now for the Titans? Now, of course, he is one of the premier players in the game, but he hasn't played in two years. Mm. They have to fit him in somewhere. Apparently, he's been training at 5'8". Is there the potential that this might backfire just for these five games before he gets a full preseason into him? Yep. I don't don't think for the full five games. I think for a game, one game, it might be a bit tough. I mean, he's going to have two training sessions. He trained today. He'll train the captain's run uh, in a day or two. But um, I don't think it'll last too long. He's that good a player, that good of natural talent in rugby league that he, he will slot in. But I think if he plays 5'8", 5'8's a very influential position. Mm. They're going to have to get used to the way he plays, the way he goes to the line, and not practising with him for months on end as, they, as they've done with everyone else. It may take a game or two. Uh, I, I, I think he's a, he's a positive for the club in so many ways, and, and obviously on the field as well. He is so lucky that he had that sevens experience because that changed the way he would have been preparing physically. If he had come straight out of the NFL, it would have been a much more difficult situation mm. than having come from that sevens preparation that he attempted. So I reckon he's in front from that point of view. And the other thing about it is well done the Titans. You know, well done the Titans on recognising, you know, based on what we've read, Neil Henry planted the idea with Wayne Burvis. As soon as he was out of the NFL, he thought, no, oh, We'll have a little go at him. We've got mm. plenty of space in our cap because yep. DCE flipped. We've been able to pick up Conrad Harrell. We've been able to pick up Nathan Peets. We've still got space there, and we can see where it would work. Um, obviously, the favourite is Parramatta. But when you look at it, and I understand why Parramatta fans are upset, it's not Jared Haynes' fault. It's Parramatta's fault that they're in the situation that they're in, 
and, of course, situations, uh, circumstances beyond that. If you haven't got the money in the cap, you can't sign him. And the Titans have. And, and the yields couldn't get near it. It's not 50 grand. It's not 100 grand. It's near enough to half a million dollars. Like, that, what, what, what that do you pays think your about, tax bill. What, what do you think about him uh, being allowed to come back for just five games? What do you think, Gal? Because you might have to come up against him in a final. Oh, look, uh, look, you know what? P- personally, I just I think it's a bit weird. Uh, would, do I think it's wrong? No, because it's the rules and mm. he's allowed to. But I, I do think it's a little bit weird. I mean, you, you're working into a club uh, with five games to go where you had 30 blokes who have trained nine or ten months together. Um, and he's going to walk in and take someone's spot. So whether that upsets a cohesion in the club, oh, I'm not too sure. And as we've just said, he, he's that good a player that you know, he'll probably produce for them. So you know, it'll, all, it'll all be forgotten about in a week or two. But I, I don't know. What do you think? Why don't we ask Mark Gasney? 2010 he did it. Came yeah. back from French rugby, came into the Dragons side, won a comp with them. He, he, he didn't come back mid-year. He, he had played with them previously. That's it. Yeah, yeah, he came right. mid-year. Mid-year? So he, yeah, he? yeah, he came mid-year. Oh, wow, he played with them previously. He probably played eight games in yeah, the regular season, maybe. something like that. But maybe. It was, he, they were his mates yes. and, and his teammates. Yeah. Now blokes like David Mead, Josh Hoffman, who apparently have already been given the tap on the shoulder, now they know they're pretty much gone. So how are they going to go for the rest of the season? Well, this has been one of the most honest teams going around. Could it destabilise? Uh, look, the other thing about it is that David Mead and Josh Hoffman are looking to play for somewhere next year. So every time you get to run out with a team, you, it's an advertisement for yourself. I think there's a fair bit of interest in David Mead. I reckon he's a great he's player, a great David player. Mead. He's yeah. still young. Yeah, he's yeah. been 27. Yeah. He was a big yeah, part he of got our footy last week. He, he's, a, he's a terrific player. But here, yeah. Here's what I fear for Jared is that this week they are playing a Warriors team. You don't know what you're going to get, but the Gold Coast, the Titans, as you know, Gal, put in everything on that game on Monday. That's a hard – Monday night's always hard to back up from, especially yeah. when you've played 90 minutes and you have basically given it everything you have. So they might have been on their way to a defeat this week. Now, can you imagine if Jared's part of that team and they lose, you un- the media's going to go, oh, well, Jared's destabilised them. It's his fault when mm. he might have absolutely nothing to do with it. Yeah. No, you're right there. That's what will happen. And I'll tell you what, I've obviously played in that game and – they put everything in. I, mm. I, I probably thought that was the best they have played all year. They completed it about 94%. I thought for 70 minutes, they absolutely bashed us. They dominated us. It took us to the last 10 minutes until we decided to turn it on a bit and give it back. And we obviously got back to level pegging there, and but you know, we couldn't win the game. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they back up. Interesting to see how we back up. We've got a shorter turnaround. They've obviously got an extra day. But, yeah, coming off a 90-minute game like that, it's going to be tough for them. And if Jared doesn't play well, which is – look, it's going to be hard for him to come out and do what he used to do. That's what people are going to expect from him. Um, yeah, we'll see what the, the report says. Just quickly, this is what Brad Arthur said today, the Parramatta coach. Well, I thought he wanted to play at the club and, um, you know, we wanted him to play at the club. But, look, it's it's not about the club and Jared. It's, it's about what's best for him. He's done what's best for him. We've done what's best for us. And, um, you know, I wish him well. And, you know, the Titans are fortunate to pick pick up a player of Jared's calibre. So I'm not sure, Jimmy, they're that shattered not to have him. I don't think they are at all. Um, given the circumstances, given what Max Donnelly said today, like he would have had to shed a lot of players. It, and we've seen the impact of Sam Burgess coming back to the Rabbitohs and, and their lack of depth now that they've had to shed, uh, what was it, two, three players? Chris McQueen. Mm. Oh, at least um, I think they got rid of Glenn Stewart four or five, another, didn't they? Yeah, right. So yeah. a lot of players. So that's what Parramatta would have had to do. Yeah. And and they've already they've already had they've already lost two or three through through the salary cap. And as exactly. you said, if they, if they can't afford him in the salary cap, they can't afford him. That's right. For all reports, they had eight hundred thousand for him. He got one point two. I mean, yeah, I know where I'm going. It's a, it's an easy decision. Is and the other thing is, oh, we'll give you eight hundred, but we'll we'll try and make it up to you in three hundred thousand dollars worth of third party agreements. Hello, Parramatta. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> this is the rush hour. There's been dramas in the cricket the last couple of minutes. We'll explain shortly. More after this. 
show. We are about 90 minutes from kickoff between the Dragons and the Broncos from uh, Wet Wind Stadium. Uh, anytime we do, Luke, it's for Totally Workwear. Find your local store, totallyworkwear.com.au. Jimmy Smith, Paul Gallon, Dan Ganane. Now, uh, we left the cricket. It was about three for 175. The big scalp is Mendes, Kusal Mendes. He made 176 in the first test and basically turned that match. He was given out LBW a few moments ago against Mitchell Stark. It was overturned. Mm. Stark around the wicket, uh, finger uh, shot up. Mendes took it upstairs and it was missing leg. So that might be a big, big decision against the Aussies there. Stark starting to look a little frustrated. Three for 179. We've got best sp- haircut I've seen him have. Mitchell Stark. <laughs> it's the best haircut. Don't it's a short cropped. Fashion. I reckon it looks good. You, Jim, yep. you spent six hours on TV wearing <laughs> a, a supposed 1970s tweed suit. Yeah. And you're giving tips on fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Car sales. <laughs> selling. No, I... I reckon Mitchell Stark. He looks. He looks like. You know, what he looks like an opening bowler. <laughs> I reckon this is working for him. He's got the. He's got two of three wickets thus far. Unlucky not to get. Although bowling around the wicket, the left armour around the wicket. He's coming from wide of the return crease. It's like, if you get hit in front, now give you out. Yeah, review it. Yeah. He's going to miss leg stump. This is the rush hour here uh, for the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final sports update. After this, bad start uh, at the Olympics for Australia in one particular sport, and. Uh, a player pleads guilty to drugs possession. More after this. Triple M, the home of Thursday night football. Uh, we are calling Broncos Dragons win stadium. Uh, Dragons have a good recent record there, but, boy, they need to get a move on if they're going to make a late run back towards the top eight. Uh, a text has come through. I won't give away the identity. His initials are um, Stuart Clark, and he says, can you ask – I think this is worth reading, Stuart. I hope I'm not breaking confidence. Can you ask Jimmy Keith Miller-Smith to stop commenting on cricket? Additionally, <laughs> hair is not his strong point. Look at the back of his head. <laughs> oh, that comes from Stuart Clark, who for a decade of first-class cricket and international cricket had the same hairstyle, which was short back and sides. That, hey, friend of the rush hour. Oh, friend of the rush hour. <laughs> Genuine blow-in. Magic Glass, your premier glass replacement specialists. Magicglass.com.au Sports update. Uh, Sri Lanka has moved on to 3 for 183 midway through the first day of the second test. It's a three-test series. Australia loses this series. They all but uh, all but likely lose their number one world ranking. Mendes is on 85. Matthews is on 35. Stuart Clark. With two wickets, Nathan. Stuart Clark line, with yeah. two wickets. That's a fair Did effort. Did I say from Stuart him? Clark? Yeah. No, that's a good effort from Stuart Mitchell Clark. Stark. More wickets than he's taken for a long time. The, Mat- the Matildas, our women's football team, have lost to Canada 2 0 in the opening match of the Rio games. Now, Canada scored inside the first 20 seconds. Had, wow. a, had a player red carded after 19 minutes, but the Canadians held on and, in fact, uh, added to their lead. Hard now for the Matildas. They take on world number two Germany next up in what shapes as a must win. Jimmy, you love your sport. Are you excited about the games? <sighs> to be honest, I'm more excited about seeing Jared Hayne run around on Sunday. <laughs> I, you know, that's as, as you can get very short-sighted and um, narrow-focused when you're doing one sport a lot with rugby league. But, yeah, the games is superb and brilliant and high moments everywhere. But, to be honest... I'll probably watch more rugby league over the weekend than I will games. You know what? I reckon once we get to Saturday night and the games, the, the league ends, mm. I reckon we'll all switch on then. Well, okay, okay. now we're into the Olympics. Mm. So about 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. So what's on? Do we oh, know what's no on? Idea. Some swimming event will be no on idea. at that point. Has, can one of the newspapers please print a calendar of the, what's going on so we can keep up? Uh, I, to answer your question, I have no idea, yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. Well, if, the, if something's on... 
What's the time frame going to be like for us? They're, they're 13 hours behind. So I think the major events, it's basically in line with American prime time. Right. Of course. Um, so I think your swimming finals will be in the morning. By the way, uh, Triple M, the home of the Rio Games, yeah. uh, in all honesty, uh, a digital station has been set up, DAB. It's called 7 Rio Live. Uh, I think it's on between 5.30 and 1 o'clock every day, 5.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. And I think they're just running the main events via Channel 7. It's a partnership with 7. So uh, if you've got a DAB radio, check it out. Uh, Swans player Michael Talia has pleaded guilty to drugs possession. His punishment by the club is yet to be determined given he's in the midst of a long-term suspension. But he is rather dispensable, so they might just uh, make a statement there. Yeah, and that's deeply cynical of you. How about, what about the initial um, decision by the leadership group? Well, stand him down yeah, straight away. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Who <laughs> the reserve? Are, you, are you suggesting that if it was Buddy or Dan Hanbury or Kieran Jack that they might have let that go to court first and innocent until proven guilty? <laughs> of course. Uh, that is a sports update for Magic Glass. Uh, cricket three for one eighty four. The Sri Lankans will be out right after this. It is the rush hour ahead of Thursday night football. Yeah, we do have a wicket, and this one has not been overturned. Mitchell Stark getting Mendes caught behind for 86, so that's the big one, and that's his 100th wicket in Test cricket, Mitchell Stark, the 37th Australian player to do so. Sri Lanka still looking okay, 4 for 184, 46 overs done. Let's do this. A rush hour news update. Yeah, Tyler. Hello to you. G'day, fellas. Ahmed Alamore, whose brother Mohammed died fighting for ISIS, has been released from a New South Wales jail today after the government lost a challenge to prevent him from parole. The 33-year-old has served nearly three years for bashing a police officer during the Sydney Hyde Park riots in 2012. In other news, the PM has flexed his muscle and sent a clear message to the big banks to cut their rates. Malcolm Turnbull will ask Parliament to require the banks to face a committee at least once a year after they fail to drop this week's interest rate cut in full. A committee? Yeah. But that won't mean, that won't mean they'll have to. That's interesting. He's, he, he, he's, he's, he's just stepping up. You know, he wants he wants them to do what every other Australian wants them to do. So he's just trying to get them to answer can't, some questions. Can't they just make it a law? If they drop it by 25 basis points, then, then it's got to be dropped by a minimum of 20 basis points or something like that. Yeah, mm. it's definitely on the radar. So anyway, moving ahead. Finally, guys, old mate Mick Fanning wants to coach the Aussie surfing team at the Tokyo Olympics. Surfing will debut at the 2020 Games. The three-time world champion says he'll be too old to compete by then. <laughs> is Tokyo... 39. Where, where are they at for its beaches? Oh, Tokyo. It's, 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 Japanese have got many Is beaches. that right? A lot of them are contam- contaminated, unfortunately, <laughs> after the... the Nuclear? Big, yeah, yeah. The explosion yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. But there's a lot of good breaks over right. If you Google surfing in Japan, yeah. you can see... But it's cold water. I don't want to put... I'm, now, this will get criticism from all the surfing fans. Surfing is a sport in half a dozen countries. How is surfing an Olympic sport, but no cricket way. isn't? Well, no you could argue way. the same with, winter, hey. the, with the Winter Olympics. I mean, the Germans have got access to the snowfields and ice skating rinks all year round. We don't. Surfing's a global sport. Oh, are you kidding on. me? Yeah. Who are the best surfers? The Australians, the Americans, the Brazilians? Yeah. Where else are they coming? French, yeah. there's some good breaks in yeah. France. Yeah. Uh, all of the uh, southern Asian <laughs> areas, there's some great How many French from... and Asians are on the world surfing tour? Oh, there's heaps of French. Not many Asians, but there's a lot of French guys. Oh, Hawaiian surfing is huge in Japan. Very yeah, good. See a heap of Japanese surfers. English. Okay. There's even an Irishman on the circuit at the moment. Is that there right? There is. Okay, well, I take it all back. I apologise. <laughs> we wanted in the Olympics. You know why? Because it means more medals for the Aussies. But now. In, ser- in all seriousness, the Olympics is all about money and television. 
How is cricket not a sport when you know you're going to get a billion Indians interested mm, yeah. if there's a 2020 tournament on? Fair point. Yeah, if you, if you had the Olympic gold medal for cricket, that'd be up there, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right, right up there with a the grade premiership. This is. <laughs> this is. Yeah, but you get two weeks in the village. This is. Oh, that's hello. a good point. Thank you, Jeff. Right. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. We'll talk a bit about uh, Gal apparently playing on next year. We'll do that after this. Uh, cricket update, 4 for 185, Sri Lanka. It's the rush hour, getting you ready for Dragons. Broncos, the live call here from about 7.50 when the game kicks off at uh, Wynn Stadium. Uh, we'll go through the tips shortly for the weekend. Broncos, Maguire, Thiday, Gillett back. Do you think that'll be enough to inspire them to finally get back on the winner's oh, list? Surely, particularly with um, the Dragons having a couple out. Look, if they come in tonight, the Broncos, they're in all sorts. I know they've they lost a fair few of their last 10 games, but majority of them, but I'd yeah, if, if they can't beat this Dragon side tonight, who've been struggling to score points all over the park, um, they they're in big trouble. The, the Broncos for the rest of the season. I give them a real hope. The Dragons tonight. I know, really, I know the market doesn't, and I know Frizzell's out, and I know those guys are back. Thompson's out for the Broncos. Um, yeah, it's just that I, I've been so underwhelmed by Brisbane, and they've just leaked so many points. They, they've got three pretty big ins tonight. Probably I mean, their three G- best players. Well, Gillett is a is a big in. I agree with that. And then Thiday and Maguire, yeah, not far off. Um, that as well. But, you know, it, they haven't got a good record at win. Um, I don't think the Dragons' effort against the Bulldogs was that bad. Mm. Um, all of those factors, um, and and again, they've got the travel factor. You throw that in. They travelled uh, last Thursday for the Roosters games. Oh, oh, they might win, but I can't count them at the price. Uh, I think we've got history tonight. Uh, the Dragons' team has come in. Again, Marquetto's going to start. Rain to the bench. Tyrone McCarthy's going to start. That's because uh, Tyson Frizzell is out. And I think we have the first ever Luciano to play rugby league. Luciano Leilua in Jersey 21 will debut for the Dragons. Steve Maskord's there. We'll find out a bit more about Luciano. Do you I can know, tell Jimmy? you a bit more. Yeah, I've called him in the under-20s a couple of times. He's a left-edge back rower. Massive human. Yes. About 112 kilos. Great footwork. Kicks, passes, line breaks. Does it all. Will be put under pressure defensively. Brother of Joseph. I was going to ask. Brother yeah. of Joseph. Who, of uh, course, started at the Dragons. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Luciano, Luciano Leilua his debut. That's the Dragons team from Mungle Boots, the Broncos team shortly. Uh, Gal, what's going on with you? I hear you signing up again next year. Oh, hopefully. Look, I've, I've declared I want to play um, next year, obviously, at, at Cronulla. And uh, my manager met with the club this week, and uh, nothing's been formalised yet. Let, let me say that. Are we that, close? So. Oh, I'd say we're pretty close, yeah, but nothing's been formalised, that's for sure. And, um, you know, they, they, they've made an offer to my manager, so there is an offer, offer there for me, um, but it hasn't been accepted and it's not, it's not finalised at the moment, but I can say we're close, yeah. Would it change things if you won the Premiership this year? Uh, no, nah, because I'm going to make the decision in the next, um, you know, hopefully right. week or two. So, yeah, um, yeah I'll cross that bridge when I'm coming. Obviously, we're putting everything into this year, but, um, yeah, I, I need to make a decision in the next week or two. D- is it one year? Just, just one year, year, just one year. What about yeah. this time next year? Do you feel the same? Do you think? And um, remember, you won't have state of origin next year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, look, I don't know. As I said before about the Jared Hayne, you never say never in this game. But you know, I'd say more than likely, it'd be a high, high percentage chance I'll, mm. I'll retire at the end of next year. Or I've always wanted to go overseas. I've always wanted to do that. Um, so I might weigh up that option. And and I think we were doing the numbers beforehand. You reasonably close. Like if you played. Games this year and then yeah. next year you three hundred. If I finish this year off uh, and then got to play the majority next year, I think I yeah. have to play around twenty games next year to to get to that three hundred mark, which would be 
pretty special, I think. I mean, there's only been, I know there's only been 20 or 20 to 30 players ever to do it, but to do it at one club, I think mm. there's about, maybe about 10, 10 to 12. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, that would be pretty special. Are you going to take a haircut this year, next year? A haircut? Well, yeah. Because you. Well, I'm, it's falling out. They put an offer to you. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, it will. It will be, mate. Yeah, I, and and I and I understand that, and I totally accept that, and I've sat down with Flano and spoken about that. Uh, it, it's a significant haircut. What about third party? Can, can you make it that up with third party? Oh, deals? that that'll be up to my manager. You know, that's right. that's up for him to do. I, 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 you know, that's his job. Uh, he gets paid well to do it, so I'm sure he, he, he might <laughs> try and do that. But um, yeah, look, the. It'll be significant. Could your up. body last another season of significant minutes? I mean, when you play, you you're in the middle and you're in the middle of everything. You're gonna have yeah. You know what? Because Corey Parker's gone down about 10, 15 minutes a game this year. Yeah, I know. and look, I have two at times. You know, when we've guaranteed a win, he's taken me off against teams. We played Newcastle a couple of weeks ago. I played forty five or fifty minutes. Um, Look, I feel fine at the moment. That's the funny thing. I, I do. I feel really good. I, I don't wake up with a sore knee or back or struggle to get out of bed. I still really enjoy training. I don't miss training sessions. Um, you know, played the majority of games of this year. Played a test match and three origin games. So, look, I feel good. And as Jimmy said, I won't have the origin period to get through next year, which is so, like, mm. it's so much pressure, honestly. That origin period is just mentally so draining and physically, uh, physically is on top of the mental side of things. It's really, really hard. I won't have that next year, which... I spoke to Luke Lewis about it this year. He was he was adamant. He's enjoying his footy so much more because he doesn't have it. He said, yeah, you, right. you wait till next year when you don't have it. You wait to see just how much you enjoy it, how much you enjoy going and sitting on the lounge and actually watching a State of Origin game, realising how big it is and how lucky you were to be a part of it. And well, I'm, I'm looking forward of, to that. You'll be in the box of Triple M, I'm tipping. But, uh... <laughs> well, you know, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, to, to watching it and cheering the Blues on. All right, there we go. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. Yeah, going to play that one. That's a big, big afternoon. The Cowboys can't afford to be dropping too many more, so you get the feeling he probably will play, even if he's not quite 100%, oh, Gal. I don't know. You know, I don't know. It's still it's still in the top four. Um, it's st- still four games to go. Look, honestly, if he was to tear it, if you, if you did tear a hemi properly, you, you're looking at six weeks. Mm. At minimum four, four to six weeks, he'd be tore it properly. So. But he wanted to play last week, so oh, he can't it, be that well, far no, off. No, exactly. He'd no. Look, and when he did it that night, he did jog off the field, so... Uh, if there's, I'll just think if there's any doubt, you wouldn't risk him. If there's any doubt at all, but if he thinks he's right, then he might play. Aunt Hemi's, if you think you're right, give it another week. Well, that's that's the old saying. But I mean, mm. he's not he's not an outside back. I mean, he's got to be fast off the mark. But you know, he's, he's not he's not like slow Roberts. coach. You reckon? No, not a slow coach at all. He's <laughs> <laughs> a quirky stat that probably means nothing. He's owned four at Leichhardt Oval. Wow. Have they haven't won there for ages, no, the Cowboys. No. 2000, I think. So there we go. Maybe we found, we found tell, the chink in the Cowboys. Though, there's, a, there's a big big gap between the top two and the rest at the moment. So if we were to win this weekend, uh, which we're planning on doing, obviously. It's all over, basically. And then, um, yeah, I mean, like... I don't think the top two could get chased down. No, nah, you guys are safe um, and have been that for a long while. That last game, you guys against the Storm. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves. and but Hopefully that, it's that, for the minor premiership. That, that's huge. <laughs> I, I reckon it is. for you, lot. I mean, I think... For the two sides, we'll probably be hoping it's for nothing and we can rest a few players. You should do what they do in poker tournaments and just before just say, look, we'll split the minor premiership. Who cares about this game? Let's rest our players and we'll just split the minor premiership money no, down the middle. Have, that wouldn't happen. No, 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 I no. couldn't the, do the, it. The beauty of that is that at least the JJ Gilton and Shield will be in the right place. <laughs> on the right. <laughs> you know, they used to ferry it across town. Where do we take it? Jubilee or over to ANZ? Nah, it'll be it. Down at Amy Park. Let's do this. Magic Glass, your premier glass replacement specialists. Magicglass.com.au.
Sports Update. And the cricket, Hazelwood has got Chandamal for five. So things looking up for the Aussies. Five for 208, Sri Lanka. Matthews, the big danger, not out 46 off 45 balls. Interesting comments from Michael Phelps in Rio regarding drugs in the sport of swimming. You know, I think I can honestly say as well in my career, I don't know if I've ever competed in a clean sport. And tough setting. You, you want to be able to compete on an even playing field. And we've had this problem for God, how many Olympics now? It, it's, it's, it seems almost every time there's something that comes up. And it's sad. That's really what it is. It's really sad that we can't control it, that somebody who is in charge cannot control this. He's one of the most interesting athletes in the world. Has he ever thought about getting into broadcasting? How good's his voice? <laughs> and his voice sound good? You worry about a bloke that keeps <laughs> making comebacks, though. What's what's there for him after he's done? A different dude. Mm. He's a different dude. Uh, and Danny Green had to go the distance and take a bit of punishment, but he scored a unanimous win over Kane Watts last night in Melbourne to clear the decks for the Mundine rematch. Who wins that, Gal? You know what? I, I always thought... Um Green, uh, only because of, you know, Chock's last fight, he, he took a beating. God, he was tough that fight, he got, but he got knocked down seven times. But um, Mundine's fast. I don't know. It's, I, I, I'll, I'll say Green now. I really worry about the beatings Mundine's taken. Yeah, I, I worry too, but, but I, I didn't see last night's fight. But from, you know, from all reports, uh, Green looked his age for the first time, yeah. I got told. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't see the fight, obviously. But it'll be an interesting fight. People want to watch it. It'll be a big payday for both of them. Mm. All right. Uh, this is the Rush Hour on Triple M. That was a sports update for Magic Glass. Uh, we'll do a bit of tipping after this. Uh, in the cricket, Sri Lanka 5 for 208 in the second session of day one. Triple M, Rush Hour, getting you ready for Dragons Broncos. Let's do this. Triple M's footy tipping for steel blue work boots. 100% comfort guaranteed. Uh, you can have one each each here, boys. Gal, Dragons Broncos. Broncos. Parramatta Manly, Jimmy. Manly. Newcastle, Canterbury, Gal. Canterbury. Oh, come on. Don't insult the Newcastle fans like that. Don't laugh. Oh, mate. I feel sorry for them. Cronulla, Canberra, Jimmy. Rated. Just kidding, Gal. Really? Uh, sharks. No, Sharks. You're you not think there's a No, Maloney, Maloney playing, I think that's a huge inclusion for them. Melbourne, South. Melbourne. Oh, uh, you've got some easy you ones. Know, Gold Coast <laughs> Warriors, James. Uh, the Hain playing. Titans. Okay. What about you, Gal? Mm. I'm going to go the Warriors. Yeah. Me too. Tigers. So they, had, they had a golden point game too. Yeah. They won their game. Travel. Travel. Uh, Tigers North Queensland Leichhardt. At this stage, Thurston out. Cowboys. Jimmy. Cowboys. And Penrith Sydney Roosters. They have to start winning Penrith. They can't just go keep going win loss win loss. I'm going to go the Roosters. I'll go the Roosters. Oh, oh. Oh, you, you've got them in a couple of weeks, haven't you, the Roosters? Yeah, we played the Roosters' second last game, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, no one wants to play the Roosters. No. Uh, Penrith outside the eight at the moment. Uh, that was brought to you by Steel Blue Work Boots, 100% comfort guaranteed. And whenever we talk footy on the rush hour, it is for our good friends, I think Gal's good friends too, at Totally Workwear. Find your mm. local store at totallyworkwear.com.au. Check out uh, Totally Workwear Norellan. <laughs> Ask for Brett Sargent. Oh, He'll look, look after you. you. Look at you today promoting darts. Promoting totally workwear. Promoting you are women the best. in league. Apparently he's now on Triple M. Uh, apparently you're calling this game in high vis, I believe. All right, we've got to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, NRL primetime, Dragons Broncos live. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now.